This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. In today's episode, we're going to talk about ways you can up your social media game. Enjoy. Welcome to the Age of Jeremy. My name is Jeremy Quintanilla. I am your host. I am the CEO of Age of Radio and one of the co-founders. I am also one of the co-founders and chief financial officer of 3T Warrior Academy. And I'm also one of the co-founders of um, and chief financial and operations officer for Blockhead. So needless to say, I spend all of my time working, but we are moving the world forward. And that is the number one goal of why I choose to do that. If you want to follow me, make sure that you follow me on all social media platforms and you should because you can see some of the stuff that I am doing and I can share some of the stuff that I'm doing and working well on my social media channels as well. Uh, they are all Age of Jeremy. You can, uh, except for on Twitter, it's Age of Jeremy Q, but you can find me everywhere on LinkedIn, Threads, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and I would love if you would communicate with me on Snapchat. I keep trying to get it going. Just snap me questions whenever you have them and I'll do my best to answer them. It is like a one-on-one conversation with yours truly. Uh, And then also there is a YouTube channel, Age of Jeremy. Right now, it's only these podcasts in audio form. But if you don't want to check these out on a podcatcher, you can go on that YouTube channel and I post these ones. However, other uh, bonus episodes and lo-fi episodes, they are always going to be just on here unless I do a sneak peek on that YouTube channel. So make sure that you follow me on both, I suppose. That being said, what are some of the other things that you can do? Join our Addicted to Podcasting Age of Radio Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, search Addicted to Podcasting. 
podcasting. And if you're interested in getting your podcast up and running on our network, we have over 100 shows. Head on over to ageofradio.com. There's a link in the episode description. You can check that out as well. If you are part of our 3T Warrior Academy X royalty program, oh my God, there's so much stuff that we have going on. We're having our virtual conference this Friday. You should be getting something this week to get your virtual ticket so you can join that bad boy. I'm going to be talking about the metaverse and I'm going to be talking about the benefits of mindfulness to separate ourselves from the metaverse. So make sure that you come in on and check that out. If you are interested in indexed universal life insurance, there is a link or go into the 3T Warrior Academy where you can get a seven day free trial, learn about insurance, learn about cryptocurrency and learn all about the stuff that we have going on. Oh my God, there is so much stuff. And last but not least, Merlin is launching this week to the waitlisted public. So that is really, really exciting. If you don't know what Merlin is, head on over to Merlin.com and check that out. All right. I'm going to take a breath, drink a little coffee. I'm recording this on August 6th, 2023 Sunday. You'll be listening to this on August 8th. Probably. I did not get an episode in last week. My sincere apologies. We were traveling. Uh, in Connecticut. Um, I talked a little bit about some of the benefits and uh, I guess pros and cons of our board governance meeting that we had in my Limit 8 account. I forgot. Limit 8, check that out. Age of Jeremy. Now, that being said, I am everywhere on social media. Do I think that you need to be everywhere on social media? Yes and no. I think you should try everything out and then you'll find out what works for you. I use different things for different things specifically, right? So, um, that and that's how I'm going to start talking about today's topic about the social media. Uh, so I use different social media platforms for different things. Give me one second. That was a little wrist rest that I use for my, my, for my microphone, for my, um, what are those things that move the little cursor around a mouse? Yeah, it was the wrist for my mouse, the wrist, the wrist, uh, rest for my mouse. All right. So I enjoy doing social media, and I'm going to tell you, I never thought that I, when when social media started getting prevalent, I was for it, and then I was against it, and then I was for it, and then I was against it some more, and then I was for it, and then I was against it some more, and so forth, and so forth, and so forth, and um, so the point is, is that there is always going to be pros and cons to doing social media, and uh, me personally, I like sharing my life and story in social media, so I don't have a problem being transparent on it. I don't just use my social media platforms for business. I use it for everything that's going on in my life to share it with people. And for me, I find enjoyment out of that because I don't, because I do work a lot, it is a way for me to connect with people in the world um, throughout the week. And so that's why I don't have a problem using all of it, um, but I do do different things on different platforms. So let's start off with this specifically for this topic. So I would say that one of the best ways from my experience is to do certain things on different different um, uh, platforms. So on Lemon 8, I'm doing a lot of diary type stuff, sharing pictures, talking more about what it is. I've only done a few posts. I don't have any followers on that, so I'm just being transparent. On Instagram, I do all of my stories and vlogging, which I also share on Snapchat, um, and I also do pictures, and then I either repurpose reels from TikTok um, or or do specific reels for Instagram, um, but I like to share any in anything on the Instagram feed, um, but most of the time, it's more of the, the stuff that's going on in my life and an inside look at stuff. On TikTok, I do mainly 
uh, financial literacy stuff, um, what people can motivation, what people can do to move forward in their life. Um, and then if occasionally I share certain things on there, um, on LinkedIn, um, I'm trying to focus on building authority. Um, so I would, I would use LinkedIn to build authority. And what I mean by that is that I have financial background, content creation background, marketing background, and I try to portray those types of things on LinkedIn. And in one of my podcast episodes I did a while back. That's essentially what LinkedIn is wanting you to do on their platform. So that's what I'm really trying to focus on. And then you can do those same types of things with the businesses as well. Um, But this is more focused on you as an individual getting your content out there. And so as I grow my social media platform, and again, I only have probably across everything um, uniquely probably around six or 7,000 followers, which is a lot. I mean, if you think about it, you used to have to travel around and go and do shows and all kinds of stuff to get 7,000 people to see you. Um, But uh, with social media, you don't have to worry about that. Now, am I a social media influencer? I probably influence a small amount of people. I am in no way like Coach JV, my business partner, who has 1.6 million followers. And so Some of the things that I um, am going to be telling you are some of the things that he also recommends when we're teaching this to people. Um, And so, again, it all depends on what your goal is for what you're trying to accomplish. So once you decide where you're going to be, you need to figure out what the goal is. If your goal is to get as many followers as possible, um, it's probably better if you niche into a specific category. So like with CJV, it's all macro and microeconomic stuff and cryptocurrencies and finance, where the world's going financially. Um, So you can kind of get an idea of whenever you're going to look at Coach JV stuff, that's the stuff you're going to get. When you look at my stuff, you don't know what you're going to get because that's not the brand that I'm trying to portray from me personally out into the world. My brand is just me, what I'm choosing to do, what I'm making me happy and what I'm sharing, right? And so the growth is usually smaller in that and the growth in the other way can be much faster. So it depends on what your goal is and what you're trying to do. Um, So that being said, once you kind of figure that part out, then you need to essentially do some of these things that I'm going to mention right now. So the first one is make sure that you set up smart goals. So smart is a kind of like a buzzword, smart goals. Well, I guess I shouldn't say a buzzword. It's a common thing that's taught all the time in most motivation business and education things to, of how you should set goals. So smart stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. So um, specific would be like, I'm going to focus on doing so many, um, posts um a week these are very generic so many posts a week um and that's measurable because i can see that i'm getting five posts it's super achievable if i can do three on instagram right you don't want to be like i'm going to do three posts a day on every single social media platform you would pick like a few like three a week and then relevant you need to make sure that the stuff that that what's your that that is a relevant goal for what's going on and then time bound being a week right there's a very basic breakdown because obviously we want to do this podcast in a 30, 45 minute time frame. But so again, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. You can do a search on the internet and find all, all about this and how to do it. You can clarify what you want to achieve, how you will measure progress, and when you will reach your desired outcome. And so those that goal setting will change over time as you get more depth with what you're trying to accomplish. But it's very, very important that you um, stick to it and stay consistent. 
Okay. Um, one of the examples that they give in this article that I found, um, a smart goal could be increase Instagram followers by 10% in the next three months by posting engaging content and using relevant hashtags. That'd be an example. Okay. So you write that down and you move forward. The second thing that you need to do is you need to understand your audience. This is one of the ones that I'm dealing with right now, trying to get better at because I don't know exactly who my audience is that's out there because I post so much stuff. Um, and there's different ways that you can go about finding out that audience. Um, so knowing who your target audience is and what they want from your brand is crucial for creating a successful social media plan. You can use tools like Sprout Social or Hootsuite to conduct audience research, analyze the demographics, preferences, behaviors, and pain points. Those will usually cost money. You can also see some of this stuff within the specific social media platforms themselves, but the demographics don't go as in-depth. The other thing that you can do is always do surveys. Um, you can get SurveyMonkey. You can use Google Forms. You can use Microsoft Forms. And if you get your people to fill out a survey or if you can pull questions inside of the content, you can get a better idea of who is listening and watching you. And then when you get that, then you can kind of know what content is really sticking. And then you can replicate that content to get people to keep coming and getting new followers, right? If followers is your goal, if your goal is engagement, which I'll talk about why that might be the more beneficial one here in a minute. And what I'm really focusing on is that if your is engagement, then you would want to analyze the posts that are getting the most engagement and then replicating them and finding out what it is that you're doing to do that. And then you want to audit your social media profiles. So before you start planning your social media activities, it's important to evaluate your current performance and identify your strengths and weaknesses. You can use a social media um, audit template to review your profiles, content engagement. You can get something like that at Social Media Examiner. You can find something like that online, and it'll really get you give you a way to audit everything that's going on across all of your social media platforms so you can get an idea of the goals that you want to set moving forward and what the plan is going to look like. And then the third one, which I really fucking suck at, and I'm just being real with you, is Content Calendar. Uh, content Calendar is a tool that helps you organize and schedule your social media posts in advance. It allows you to plan your content strategy, align with your goals and events, and ensure consistency and quality across all platforms. But you can use tools like Google Calendar, Tre uh, Trello, um, or CoSchedule to create your manager content calendar. Also, Adobe Express has one as well that connects and can do automatic posts. I'm going to take a little bit of my Starbucks drink. This podcast is not brought to you by Starbucks, but I drink a cold brew with a splash of cream. And to be honest, if I had to pick a coffee place to get from every single day, it would probably be Dunkin' Donuts or um, Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. So if Dunkin' Donuts or Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf are ever listening to this, that's a free one next time you got to pay. I'm just kidding. Okay, so you have to create smart goals, understand your audience, audit your social media profiles, create a content calendar. The reason why I suck at making a content calendar is my life is jam packed all the time. If we look at just tomorrow, I have like nine hours of meetings. I have to write some documents tonight, even on Sunday, I'm going to try to work on a PowerPoint presentation. And to be honest, tomorrow I'll probably finish up the PowerPoint presentation. If I don't get to it tonight, I eventually have to add in making YouTube content, making the lo-fi video, which I might do tonight after Twitter spaces. Um, and also to Twitter spaces, uh, follow Merlin, uh, get Merlin crypto on Twitter. And every other week we do a Twitter spaces. I do, I host it kind of, I mean, I moderate it, but the host is actually Abdullah. He's probably gonna be like, you said my name wrong. It's Abdullah. 
I'm gonna call them abs. Abs does it. Um, and so we're doing that tonight. Uh, and so the next one will be in two weeks from when you're listening to this. So you'll be listening to this on Tuesday, August 8th, hopefully. And that following Sunday, we won't have one, but the following Sunday we will. Um, and it is about cryptocurrency market updates, things of that nature. Um, if you want to, or are interested in any of that content. Okay. So smart goals, understanding your audience, audit your social media profiles, create a content calendar. Um, with the content calendar, again, it's super, super beneficial. You can do it. Um, I am not good at it because of everything that goes on. If um, So if we talk to uh, Brenda, who, who works in our social media team, who doesn't actually manage my social media because I don't have anybody specific yet, which is one of the big goals that I have for this upcoming year is to have my own team doing my own social media as I continue to build my amazing brand. And uh, she schedules all that stuff out. So like all the stuff that you see on our 3T Warrior Academy on Merlin, she schedules that. Ruthie schedules all this stuff on Age of Radio. And then again, I'm working on my own specific stuff as I build my presence out in the world for longer term objectives that I have. Um, so make a content calendar. It'll benefit you. And then automate some tasks. Slighten your workload, uh, employ automation tools like Sprout or Hootsuite to publish and schedule posts in advance, monitor and respond to comments and messages, track and analyze metrics and generate reports. Automation can save you time and resources. Uh, so if you can, anything that you can automate, automate. The one thing that I will say is, when, is that if you want your content to be super individually unique every single time. You will lose. You may lose some of that when you automate those processes. So, so if so, the other thing to do is have like a planning session where you make the content. So the content is all uniquely designed, and then all of that stuff goes to a processor who processes it on the actual distribution of the social media. So, like if you were to have someone, you'd have a content day. Then it goes over to your social media team. They distribute all. It, all, they they set it all up for distribution, distribution, set it at the right times that you need to have it. And then you can either work on commenting when people comment or you can have someone comment on your behalf. I am an advocate of commenting. But again, once you have like 1.6 million followers, you may not have the time or resources or energy to comment on everything. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I really like the Snapchat. Um, at least for me, if you have a question, just Snapchat me. Um, no one's ever done that yet, but I'm still going to keep pushing it. I do never, ever, 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 ever give up. I just keep going and keep getting better. And that's one of the things that will make you successful. Um, so those are some of the ways to improve your social media. The one thing that I also did want to mention, though, is that when that a lot of people focus on followers, right? That was one of the things that I got caught up into when I first started doing all this was it was always about getting followers. And it, and now I, I see that there's more of a benefit in getting engagement. I would rather have 10,000 engaged people clicking, liking, commenting, doing stuff that I can interact with back and our followers of mine that I can influence, right? Um, and I don't mean that in like a negative way, but that's what it would be. Influencing them. When I can influence them, it's a much better interaction. Um, and because the reason is, is if you can influence influence people that way, then you will be able to get people to buy the things that you're trying to buy. And that's where the biggest benefit is um, and why you want to be doing social media if your goal is to utilize it to make money. So one of the things that um, you should be focusing on is engagement. Um, and engagement um, is, 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 is easier if you do not 
I guess, <laughs> pay to get followers because on my my Instagram or on my TikTok, great engagement. Um, because I, I never uh, with Instagram, I bought followers, and I explained this on a lo-fi thing. Not I didn't buy followers. I paid for somebody to help grow the the Instagram profile, and they ended up it ends up utilizing like fake people essentially to add on to it. And so I've been going through and deleting all of my people on Instagram. And now that engagement starting to go back up because it's getting to the actual people that are real that follow me. And then they can engage in the things that I'm saying. So that's one of the things that you have to be mindful of that. It's better to just slowly pace yourself, be consistent, get people interact with them and grow that engagement than doing anything um, else. And so uh, let me see here. Where did it go? Do, 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 do. Oh, did I close it? I did close it. Hold on one moment while I find what I'm looking for. All right, there it is. I didn't close it. Okay, so this comes from a uh, 13 ways to tackle social media from hubs uh, from Hootsuite. And again, if I'll be honest, if I could, if, if Hootsuite wasn't so expensive, I think Hootsuite's ridiculously expensive. Um, I would probably be using Hootsuite. I'm a fan of the content marketing that they put out. And so I utilize them a lot. And so there's an article that I'll link in the link description below that talks about um, uh optimization for social media. And a lot of this is around, uh, it, it, it talks about like these five, these five main techniques, right? So the first one's engagement. Okay. Because that needs to be like the top of mind. Usually when you're growing, the second is follower growth. The third is conversations. Fourth is accessibility and five is overall performance. So I'm going to touch on the engagement optimization. Um, and then I think these other ones, uh, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to focus just on the engagement because I think that that's the most important. You can go to this Hootsuite blog and you can look at the rest of it. But I want to talk about engagement optimization because, A, it's one of the things that I'm really working on. And I think it would be really, really benefit for you if you are trying to grow your social media. So you have to post at the right times. This I have seen so so much better um, when I post in the mid morning on my TikTok as opposed to late at night when I usually post. And so, so post at the right time. So to get anywhere on social, you need to consistently post high quality content that your audience likes. But did you know you also need to post at the time when your audience is more likely to engage with it? So there are certain times of the days and weeks that your audience is more likely to be online. And figuring out these special times to post on social media is kind of a can be a pain in the ass. So you can go and find like basic times when people can do it, but you can, um, but you can look at your social media accounts now, if you've had consistency with stuff and you can get an idea of when most people are on and then that's when you can post. So you can either like look and say, when's the best time to post and follow that. Or you can go on and look at your social media, see when people are most likely engaging with yours and then replicate that. And that's what I would recommend do doing, but like Hootsuite, they have great tools for that. Um, uh, like Hootsuite's uh, social media scheduling. This is one of the reasons why I like Hootsuite. But again, I think that they're a little bit overpriced. Um, gives timing recommendations based on your historical performance and goals. It helps you extend reach, build awareness, increase engagement. Gives unique timing recommendations per each network. Shows data in an easy to understand heat map and can find it in your analytics dashboard and the publisher. Um, and it makes recommendations of when to schedule Facebook kind of does that. So if you have a business account and you go to your business.facebook.com, um, and I think they they called it some 
it's called something else like like Meta Studio or something like that now, but it's the same thing. And so when you go there, you can post and it'll show you it'll give you recommendations of when to post on Instagram and when to post on um, Facebook based off of the information that Facebook or Meta has off of your social media platforms. So that's one of the best things to do is find the best times to post, then stick with it as much as possible. Um, Stick with it as much as possible. I just realized that I was like half a mile away from the microphone. Um, Stick with it as much as possible. Um, And and that's when people can be coming engaged with what you're doing. Uh, The second thing is you want to ask questions in your post. This is something that I've been trying to do better. Um, There's no easier engagement hack than to ask your followers questions and have them comment with their responses. Most people will eventually ask it. But so what you want to do is you can use stickers. You can use things in stories, uh, posts a little bit. I haven't. I am not, I don't have enough of an engaged following yet to get really good at the post and having people ask questions and people comment. That's one of the things that I'm going to try to start doing here more, but I do it in stories a lot with polls and those usually do really, really well. Um, And that's how you can get people to engage and why that's beneficial is because the more that people engage, then the social media platform, in this case, Instagram, because of stories, they will send that out to more and more people. And that's how you can get more and more followers. And so that's why the engagement is so beneficial because the algorithms are looking for those posts that are getting people to interact with them. And then they continuously put those posts out. Um, the third one, which is something that I don't do because I don't have, I don't know. I just don't make the time for it, I guess. Um, they talk about turn your posts into carousels. So carousel posts are one of the more engaging format brands that you can use on a platform. So when you have multiple pictures or multiple things and people can scroll through them, it gets them to stick on that post longer and move through it. And so when that happens, there's more engagement with that post, which then again, like I said, sends it out. And also too, they're more likely because they're already interacting with the carousel. They're more engaged with that post from a viewing perspective. So then they're more likely to engage in that post by commenting or liking or something along those lines. That's why that one is so beneficial. Um, And then post uh, the right amount. So bombarding your followers with too much content is a surefire way to tank your engagement rate, at least according to this blog post. I agree with that to some extent. On the other hand, finding your optimal social media posting schedule is essential to driving more engagement and conversations with your brand. So according to experts, this is what they say. Instagram posts three to seven times per week. Facebook posts one to two times a day. Um, So Facebook, you can go harder on Twitter's one to five tweets a day and LinkedIn's one and five times a day. Um, I have also heard some where LinkedIn's like a few times a week would be better. Um, so it just depends on how hard you want to go on it. What I would recommend is on those platforms, find what works really, really good for you and then just stick to it. Um, so like one of the ones that for me, just reading this and doing this with you on Facebook, I have no Facebook followers really um, because it's not, I'm just being real, it's not what, like my favorite place to be. Um, but that being said, maybe I'll try doing a few posts a day, uh, one or at least one post a day and just see how that adds up inside of Facebook and see what we can do with that. Um, uh, and then we have, uh, oh, and then it goes into the growth optimization, I think, follower growth. Yeah. Um, so as far as the engagement goes, the things that you want to do is one, you want to post at the right times. Okay. Second to ask questions in your post, get people to interact, turn your post into carousels, creates better engaged, uh, things. I would also say post more videos inside of your post too, because this was written in 2022 short form content has really taken over the world. So along with carousel posts, post more videos and posts and reels. I think that that will also benefit rather than just the images, the more video that you use, the better. Uh, and then 
Optima, um, and then post at the post the right amount. So you don't want tons and tons of stuff. Like sometimes I get stuck at night in Twitter and I'll just be reposting and posting and posting and posting. You want to make it consistent throughout the period of the day. And then that will keep you in front of everybody throughout the day. And that's kind of the goal behind it. So that being said, those are the things that I think that will increase your engagement. Check out this blog post by Hootsuite so you can see um, all of the amazing, amazing, amazing stuff that they recommend for increasing your optimization. Uh, and then as a recap for the stuff that I said at the beginning, you know, make sure that you find the platform that you want, figure out the content that you want to put, how, if you're going to niche, what kind of stuff that you're going to put out there. And then you want to set smart goals. You want to understand your audience. You want to audit your social media profiles, and you probably want to do that on a regular basis. Create a content calendar, and then you want to try to automate as some as many tasks as you possibly can. I will post a link to all of the content that I use to uh, share with you today. Um, and like always, as I always say, remember, be thankful, grateful, and kind. We will talk with you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Age of Jeremy. If you like this podcast, make sure that you share it with your friends. Make sure that you subscribe to it. Make sure that you like it and rate it wherever you get your podcast. If they allow you to rate it and like it, it will get it in front of more people. Our opening song was Brave Faces Everyone by a band called Spanish Love Songs. Our closing song was Threatening Each Other Recapitalism by Illuminati Hotties. I like to use my Zoom L8, my Neumann microphones. I like Cubase and Waves plugins. And one last time, remember, be thankful, grateful, and kind. We'll talk with you next time. Bye.